Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me is one of the greatest geeks in the world, Elizabeth Wallace. Yay! <laughs> Guys, uh, you may not quite be aware out there in the uh, interwebosphere. Mm-hmm. Comic Issues is coming up on a- another monumentous uh, achievement of four years in this podcasting business. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm just thinking... I guess I came in a little after a year. You guys had already a little been after a year, year somewhere. Year, so. We were still, yeah, we were still in the double digits, right? Uh, we start, I started in like 64, something yeah. like that. 63, 64. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, and, and you've been instrumental oh, thanks. Uh, in, in every all the success we've had well, since. Well, I keep telling people I knew it was going to be fun, but I didn't know it was going to be this fun. So that's always cool. And and honestly, the whole thing is, has given us so much additional uh, beyond getting to sit down and talk comic books and build a fan base that we that we like to um you know talk to and play with and you know we we throw out things last week we talked about the the pin particles yeah, that yeah, we wanted yeah and good old Stephen henry shows up <gasps> Stephen then, henry you're awesome and even and even still i'm like hey uh can we put ant-man's face on that he's like yeah yeah i'll get to it Boom. and he did <laughs> it's right there i'm gonna start using it so many cool people we've met through this podcast i mean i've got like not just not just people that I interact with at Comic-Con, but friends that I'm friends with on Facebook and that I talk to regularly, and it's just really awesome opportunities all over the place. And I got to talk to Adam Warren, which would not have happened right. without this podcast. Right. Yeah. We, Elizabeth and I actually just went up to Beverly Hills last week as of recording. First time in the hills. Right. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Very pretty. Really pretty place. I mean, it's ugly until you get to it. Oh, I know. You, you gotta yeah. trudge through some shit. Yeah. But we did uh, a bunch of interviews for the upcoming release of the DC uh, animated movie for Justice League, Throne of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you guys won't get to see any of those interviews because the audio didn't work at all. No. So there's there's really kind of nothing. And you checked it ahead of time. I did. I watched, we both you checked heard it. it. Yeah, we did. We both, we both heard, heard it. it. So we we getting rid of that microphone? It, that, yeah, honestly, it honestly broke my heart. Now. I should and I should have I should have had my phone going to get a backup audio. I didn't think about it until far too late. And, I, you know. and honestly, I knew after we broke down, uh, I I checked Oh, and no. I didn't hear anything. I, I just didn't want to say anything yet. No, yeah. I, I told you the next day. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let's let's put it on the computer and see if maybe magically there there is mm-hmm. sound and there's there's oh, nothing. I liked your comment in the text message. I'm a maelstrom of emotions. I'm like, that is a really good way to put it. When that happens, you're like, Leland was the one who who like really nailed it when at Comic Con when we had lost the audio at one point, and I knew it wasn't anybody's fault. And I told him, I said, it's not anybody's fault. It's just a thing. But but and he said, but you have this all this anger and you don't know what to do with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's totally what it is. Oh well, it's part of the game. You know? and, but it comes down to at least it was still a really fun experience. Yes, got some great pictures. Uh, we interviewed Sam Whitwer, who went on a tangent oh. about sporks. Uh, we're not the only people who had our mic in on that, so I strongly suggest mm-hmm. if you're if you're a Whitwer fan, Google Sam Whitwer, um, probably Justice League, Paley Center, mm-hmm. and Sporks. You might find it if you go Sporks and Tridents because he really he he doesn't just want a trident. What did he want a ninedent? Nine yeah, nine. yeah, the entire thing started with his feelings of the superiority of a trident over a spear. Yep. Because, quote, when you get stabbed, stabbed with a spear, you're only stabbed once. When you're stabbed with a trident, you're stabbed 
three times. It is true. When you stop and think about it, you're right, like, well, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, breaking down some real truth here. Yeah, right? it We're, is very true. Yes, yes, indeed. That divulged into uh, sporks being uh, the superior table utensil, citing many examples and reasons why. And then one of the interviewers mentioned uh, about the titanium spork uh, uh-huh. on ThinkGeek, and you could see his brain just kind of <laughs> flip upside down. It's like, where, where can I find such <laughs> Such magical. I think he was. Items. I mean, he was good in the little interview that we did with him. But this was right at the very end. We're almost out of there. They're trying to drag him away to the premiere, and they're like, "Okay, you guys got a few minutes." He's got like six different microphones pointed yeah. at him. I think he just really wanted an audience, and he yeah. just oh, he, he loved, just bloomed under he all loved that attention. Having, having really the audience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, very few relevant questions were made. We were just enjoying this moment so much. Yes. we started playing into it. Yep. Uh, so I mean, that was that was incredible fun. Summa Lee uh, Montano, who is the voice of RC from yes. Transfer, Transformers Prime, who I, I really enjoy that RC. I felt, or I, I specifically, I feel, especially in such a male-dominated world like Transformers, yeah. so many male characters, it'd be easy to have like a damsel in distress type character. Yes. And RC is completely not that. Yeah. In fact, she is the integral key that brings the human world to the Transformers world. Nice. That show is solid. I need to, uh, it's one of the many things on yeah. my list. I got to get caught up with it. I kind of lost track when it got into like the beast crazy dragons things. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Because, well, honestly, because Netflix didn't really release them in, in uh, appropriate order. Did you hear Transformers, the G1 is no longer on Netflix? They yanked it at the beginning of the year. Oh, did they? They did. Shit. I know. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I was, I was, I was watching that. those every once in a while. They were, they're very cheesy. They're um, extremely eighties, but they're a piece of our childhood. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was real bummed when they took the X-Men off. Oh yeah. X-Men Seriously. was on there for yep. a while. X-Men but in on. the time on Netflix, I did go through each series front to end. Oh no. Very so nice. I, I did have that. Nice. Now I guess I have to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Release a great box set for each one. Please. On Blu-ray. For crying out loud. Yes. Exa- I mean, the, do they not exist? Is there not a G1 Transformers box set? Or, there are. Yeah, there are. Yeah. I don't know for sure if they if it's Blu-ray. I do know okay. that there is a DVD and it comes in a big box that's got the um, Matrix of Leadership on the front. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would hill for a really great in-depth lots of special features type of blu-ray box sets for these things and there's i mean it's really transformer stuff i was researching this week because i really wanted to find out what the hell was going on with that timelines comic so i was doing a lot of transformers research and it's funny when you look and see how passionate some of the fans are it actually makes me feel like a poser (laughs) like oh yeah there's it's it's amazing it's unbelievable he's a bigger nerd oh god and i i had to really swallow that Early on, I think even even in the podcast, I never thought myself as like, well, I'm clearly the source of all information when it comes to comic books. No, I am not even close. It's crazy. You, th- you really think you know a lot. And then I found out, do you want to know what the Timelines comic is about? Yes. It's a BotCon fiction collection. So this is the BotCon, which is like Mecca for Transformers yeah, fans, okay, which okay. once again, I've never been to, so poser. But, but I know of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've definitely heard of just it. Just because you haven't gone to San Diego Comic Con doesn't make you any less of a geek. No, it's true. It's true. You're just lucky. Because isn't BotCon somewhere Midwest or uh, Pasadena. East? 
past eight. Oh, so it's, it's close. It is close. It's like okay. really close. I couldn't go last year. I was so bummed. Right. There was something this going year. On. We're going to Botcon. We've got to. It's not that far away at all. But yeah, uh, it's floated around though. It's been in different yeah. places. Okay, okay. But they release exclusive toys there, which a lot of times are actually based on pre-existing molds. I'm not even going to get into that. That goes way above my level. But a lot of these books that have come out, they started releasing like a BotCon exclusive comic. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's been different things. I think Shattered Glass, which you might know from if you read up on stuff on DeviantArt, is a comic that came out of there for a while. But Timelines has been going on for like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's once a year. I think it might come okay. out a little bit more often. But a lot of the characters in there are based on the exclusive toys that are coming out at that convention. Okay. So that's why we had quite so many names and stuff. And, and I guess I guess that's why they could use like the logos and stuff? Exactly. No, it's 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 an official... I mean, BotCon's officially recognized by yeah. Hasbro, so that's fine. But this is Fun Productions or Fun Products or Publishing or whatever. Fun Productions Publications or Fun or some, Publications Productions. But they're the people who... I believe they're the people who make the toys. So okay. it's definitely a comic that really plays up the toys and okay. it used to be a thing where it was like a continuing storyline but there would be a year gap in between stories yeah. and so it would like it just got ridiculous so now each issue is supposed to be a standalone issue okay. but i still didn't get it and i know <laughs> what it is and i think it's amazing because i think a lot of this stuff i think some of it comes from the fans i believe yeah that's yeah, super I think cool some of it it's you know? it kind of sounds like it's Fan fiction inspired. Yeah, exactly. I think they do have like you know writers in the industry are working on it, and artists in the industry are working on it, and I think that's all and the, great. But the fans are the fuel for it. Yeah, exactly. Very yeah. much so. Okay. Um, completely. There's apparently a hell of a lot of fiction that comes out of BotCon that I'm not familiar with, but now I need to look it up. Um, that being said, I still didn't like it, but you know. Yeah, no, it, it was still really. It's kind of a mess. Not but, great. Know, no, but no, but I, knowing I what's behind it. Yeah, no, I absolutely. But I think that's the thing that. The comic shops do carry it, and um, I think it's awesome that they carry it. But this is really for the people who are BotCon attendees, I think. Yeah. You know, the, the the mega fans, the super fans. Oh, what's a Transformer fan called? Oh, we're going to have to think that. Because, what, is a Star Wars fan is a Fandalorian? Fandalorian. Yeah. Thank you, Stephen Henry. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then there's bronies, and then I think we came up with thronies for... Trans fans, I think I've heard. but Trans fans, fans yeah, are, you know, I, I mean, think we I could come up works. with something yeah, more clever, you know. That. Fuck. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to it. We'll get we'll something clever in there. We can do clever, but anyway, that's that's what that's all about, and it kind of actually makes me want to look up some of the other. This may have just been a an issue that I didn't get. Some of the other ones might be better, but if they're standalone, then mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that could be a hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that's what that's about. No, it's yeah. all right. Yeah. Good, good it's, to know. Yeah. I'm glad we could shed some light on that because it was really confusing. I really had no idea what we was were going so on. Lost on. Yeah, that. yeah, we really were. But yeah. um, but you said. Um, when you were kind of looking into it, you uh, tried out some some new podcasts. I did, I did. I think the wealth of knowledge that comes, and that's the thing that's amazing about these podcasts is people just really drop in knowledge. I listen to uh, Transmissions and Radio Free Cybertron and Twincast, which you think would be right at my alley, but it doesn't have anything to do with twins. But they're all Transformer-based podcasts. Uh, worth a listen, though they're long. I mean, mm -hmm. one of them was like three hours long. Which That was their like, year-end wrap-up, exactly, right? Exactly, okay. exactly. forgive a little of that. And they're also like, these guys really, really go into the toy knowledge. So if mm. you're into discussing like all things toys. Oh, yeah. And, and new releases and molds and prototypes If you and know everything. when the next Masterpiece is going to come out, like yeah. the date, yeah. then this might be up your alley. If you're like us, where it's like, 
It's coming, right? Yeah. Fall? Yeah. All right, I'll check back into it then. There's there's rumors about, I believe there's rumors about an Ironhide and a Ratchet masterpiece coming out. Ooh, so neat. I'd be all right with that. That'd neat, be kind neat, of fun. But that's just totally, they were even like, why are we talking about rumors? Are we just trying to piss people off? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. So this ah, is a rumor, you know. So yeah, it was it was cool to like, they've, they've definitely got the Transformers love. That's, that's the thing. Cool. I mean, like the podcast, dislike the podcast is great to hear about people who just have that passion yeah. and have had it, that passion for way longer than I have. Honestly. It's it's fun just to hear passion over the radio. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. And I think Radio Free Cybertron is actually a really great name. Yeah, that's a great name. It's a yeah. wonderful name. Yeah, good stuff. They do. And they have um, on the transmissions, I think. They do in between the different segments. They do da na 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 na, you know. They do the little nice. sound. I'm like, that's awesome. Little uh, bumpers between segments. Yep, yep, yep. a cool. little bit. Yep. That's the thing we always talked to. Like, oh, if we, what if we did? What if we start doing the podcast in like segments? And then we can kind of have like these fun bumpers yeah. or, or <laughs> things like that. I'm like, yeah, that makes it weird for a conversation. A little bit. It's also more work, and you know. <laughs> yeah, and then we got. I can like, be lazy, a so, more. you know. Fine, but yeah, it was um, it was fun though. It was a good between that and listening to the Nerds podcast with Sir Paul McCartney, who that guy is a lovely, lovely gentleman. I, oh my I god! I did listen to it. I then stopped listening to it. Oh really? I went a long way in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and and I love the Beatles. Yes. And I have nothing but respect. Yes. But I kind of felt he was getting really boring. Oh, interesting. And I felt it was that kind of boring that. Again, no disrespect. Old people get when they're boring. Like, it's just like, okay, I I, kind of get it. It's kind of like, every once in a while, the name dropping, like, he is a generation above us, at least. Oh, two or three, maybe. Yeah, I guess he's got grandkids now, so that'd make him a couple generations. But... It's like I read the the Sting autobiography years ago. I, That's interesting. I can't remember what it's called. It's interesting that you read it. Yeah, I did. Well, I don't know. I've always been a real big fan of his music. Yeah. Huge fan. And so I was reading it, and it was just really boring. I mean, he's just... But he's what he's doing is he's dropping names from a generation that I don't know and I don't mm-hmm. care. And I felt like maybe Paul McCartney was doing a little bit of the same. But I love some of his stories, like when he tells about the story of how the Sgt. Pepper's cover came about and what mm. went into creating that. It was a really funny story. Oh, so, I didn't yeah. stick around that long. Yeah, it was it was funny. It was a good story. I like that. But um, yeah, that was. I just thought he's just such a nice person. Oh, he totally seems super kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I really enjoyed. Um, I was I was in it long enough to listen to the story about. About how he helped uh, save a music school in, right. in, I think it's specifically Liverpool. I'm like, right. that's super cool. Like yeah. it, it was, it was actually a regular school, and it's yeah. become a oh, school right, for the right. arts. Yeah, but like he was even paying money into it mm-hmm. for a couple of years until it could hold water. Yeah, like that's that's super cool. Like, like that's that's the kind of like celebrity that you kind of wish they all could be exactly and you know what there was a period of about 10 minutes right after that story that it did start to like trail off <laughs> oh, maybe, a little maybe, bit you know? right, maybe i just lost i think that that, that might have been that might have been where I the thread think, kind I, of I started to wander a little yeah but no it was it was yeah it, that was a good podcast but it's it was a fun one to listen yeah. to yeah. i really i still really enjoy the the nerds podcast the the fact that they put out like two or three a week oh that's crazy is is pretty huge i mean and like I mean, Chris Hardwick constantly talks about about himself that he's so busy. Um, he's he, he, but with all the other podcasts that I listen to, I'm like, yeah. okay, I started parsing out like, all right, who's on who or who's the guest? Yeah. Then I look at the information, I'm like, okay, do I know anything about this guest? Yes. 
And if there's nothing even in the little paragraph that sounds interesting, I will right. not listen. Right. I used to listen to every single one, even if I had no clue who they were. Yeah, yeah. Because there's always a fun dynamic. And there's not um, enough hours in the day, though. Yeah, it's, really it's true. But like, I always love a hostful. Yeah, that's yeah. always that's always golden. Honestly, I got back into it because we saw Chloe at the. Um, oh yeah. yeah, we saw her. I didn't know they'd broken up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was kind of obvious when her and Sam were were making out. Oh, I didn't see her then making out. I only oh, actually yeah. I don't follow celebrity relationships very much, but it was funny because I saw her at the LA thing. And, you know, she's posing, and there's mm-hmm. lots of people taking pictures, but I didn't see her on the press list. I'm like, well, she looks really familiar, so I'll take her picture, too. And I got home. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Chloe. And, yeah. and then I start looking up to try and tag her on Instagram. And it's like typing, like, Chloe, Chris Hardwick, and then it pre-fills breakup. I'm like, oh, did oh, they? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. They seem happy. No, they're both with other people now, I think. Oh, so yeah. I'll right. be honest. When I, when I saw her, and I recognize her, I'm like, oh, okay. And it's weird because... I don't follow anything she does, but I recognize her because I follow the club cosplay. Yes, and, and she's, she's very active in that. And she's yeah. going to be there, and they're pimping that uh, out in full strength. Yeah. Uh, so I see her picture like once a day. Uh, yeah. So now her face is burned in my memory. So I'm like, it clicked fairly quickly. And then I saw that she's clearly with Sam Witwer. Yeah. And for a second, for a second, I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, that's Chris Hardwick's that's, girl. That's, you know? She was with Chris Hardwick. And I have no idea how that relationship broke up. No idea. No clue. Then but, nobody seems very bitter, so that's always yeah, good. You know, and, Nobody's trashing anybody. But immediately on the inside, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> As if Chris is my buddy. Seriously. Well, you know what? Chris has that kind of vibe, you know? He's yeah. like a really good guy. He really seems um, cool. But then I'm like, okay, well, because I listen to the nerd so much. He's got a new girl. I knew that, mm-hmm. and they they went out on a vacation. So I'm like, okay, we can be okay Everybody's with, with all this right. situation. We Everybody's don't have funny. to stink eye Chloe no. Dykstra because we love Chris Hardwick. Exactly, exactly, and vice versa. You know, I see Chris Hardwick with somebody else, and I'm just like, yeah. what? You're not with Chloe? Aww. But I don't listen to a Chloe podcast, so no, I'm not. True. I'm not as close. It's that true. blew up on Instagram. Yeah, it did. I was really surprised. I, I, I was, that was like, kind of wow, weird. Cool. But all right, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, she. Um, Retweeted it, which I thought was really oh, lovely helps. of her. Um, that was nice of her. So. She does seem like super adorable. Yeah, and she's really kind. Very cool. Yeah. But what podcast have you been listening to? <laughs> One actually that uh, I I've enjoyed the shit out of. I we met them at Comic Fest back mm-hmm. in October. Right. And it's called Battlecast. And essentially, these these three guys, usually inebriated to some degree, but the entire premise is twenty minutes of whatever debaucherous type story because they're all single and going out and getting right. into trouble right and then the the the, the main uh, nugget of the podcast is one will or two will pick a fictional character from video games or comics or cartoons right and they will battle with third being a judge and okay. trying to make things work out and it's all about kind of role playing and the creativity of like how does uh, Deadpool fight uh, Fox from Star Fox. Oh, nice! Like it's these these matchups that are so kind of weird, and they've even picked uh, real people. I, they picked Sting from uh, Top Gear once. Oh, wow! Uh, Sting or Stig? Stig. I'm Stig. Sorry. There yeah. we go. You yeah, know what? I say Sting. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm wrong. I don't watch the show. That's oh, fine. Come no, at that's me. I know the Stig, yeah. but you know, I don't know so, much yeah, about him. The, the Stig. And honestly, like they've only they're coming up on a, on one year here pretty soon, uh, and they break up their podcast into ten rounds and then a battle royale. Right. And there's a couple fun fillers they do, like a Futurama uh, battle royale, nice. uh, whatnot in between. 
and it's really fun um, because these guys clearly have been friends for uh, for a long, long time. So there's a lot of kind of digs. There's the you know there's the people on there who are kind of the butt of jokes. There's you know the crazy people. They've got running gags and, and whatnot. Mm. It's honestly a lot, a lot of fun. If you can handle like some real raw humor, nice. Like we curse. And okay, fine. We We're curse. not necessarily family friendly. Yeah, that's okay. You know, if we get the layer on, then things get a little dirty and we talk a little porn. That's fine. But like these guys take it just a little further. So if you can handle that, like I honestly really recommend it. Like no one needs to recommend Nerdist. Everyone knows Everybody Nerdist. Everybody knows Everyone's Nerdist. Everyone's listening. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, Battlecast is another San Diego podcast. And I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact them one of these days. But that's a really fun podcast to listen to. Uh, I, I'm enjoying the shit oh, out of it. Nice. And then, then we met um, Dan there. At Comic Fest, and he was super cool. Yep. Actually, also, uh, other nerds I got turned on to at Comic Fest um, was Black Nerd Comedy from the the YouTube channel, Andre there. And he's the one, he was on uh, our pod crash with, yeah. again, Chris Gore, who, you know, we, we we have to give credit to Chris Gore for our first live show. Exactly. He's, he's the one who got us through the door there. Yeah. Uh, so check out Celebrities Poop, um, which is his comedy book and album. But no, yeah, Andre was super cool, and I've I've... I'm really bad about picking up YouTube channels. Something about watching YouTube videos, I just don't seem to have the time for. Because now, if I'm doing one thing, I'm almost always doing another thing at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Plus, I can't really watch videos when I'm at work. So yeah. I can listen to podcasts. True. I have terrible reception at work. So, oh. videos, it's a, it's a drag. For me, I can totally do it, but it's just... I don't know, the visual element. I'm not going to be able to have a video player up on my screen while I'm working because yeah, yeah, my boss obvious. will walk up behind me while I'm doing it. But yeah. But uh, an Avengers trailer, an Ant-Man trailer, those quick. I will I will totally do the work. Honestly, my boss would probably be okay with that because she's a bit of a nerd too. So nice. she'd be like, oh, that's the Ant-Man trailer. Sweet. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's another guy we, we need to hook up with. Unfortunately, he's up in LA. Yeah. So maybe, you know what? I bet um, uh, WonderCon. Yeah. We should we should talk to him about doing something about WonderCon. We really that'd should. be that'd be really he's cool. He's a nice guy. I mean he's he funny. Was again, he's super, funny as hell, but really nice too. He's a super good dude. Um he did a uh about a month ago to Toad Treasure Hunter or something like that. It was like a very kind of seventies uh like black exploitation oh, of nice. uh a him with a toad toadstool hat, um, treasure hunting and like everything about it was just so kind of lighthearted and, and fun. Yeah. Also a big Ninja Turtles fan, so you can't go wrong. No. Nope. You can't go wrong with that. No, you can't. You know, other thing, other uh, podcasts, uh, as long as we're on it, Monster Monster Island Resort uh, for horror that if you thought you were a horror fan and you've got like a Saw poster on your wall mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you watched the Human Centipede once and you're like, yeah, this guy knows all about the nitty gritty horror. Oh, wow. Like he's, and I've, I've listened to, to a handful from people, I've movies I've never heard of, but... Like take it to the psychological kind of kind of horror. Like right. Those those were super cool. Nice. And just to plug a family member out there, my brother-in-law and three of his friends had started a podcast called Midlife Crisis Task Force because they're all in that age where it's just like why 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 are kids so stupid? But it's they actually talk a lot about comics that they read or games that they're playing or music that they really like. So that's worth checking out just to convince them they need to start recording again because they're kind of on hiatus right now. So go, go pester them a little bit and say, hey, guys, oh, you dude. need to record. <laughs> it's tough. It it's is. It's tough to keep, a, to keep schedule. And, and consistency is really the, the name of the game. you got to put out content constantly. All right, but the comics that we talked about, that we're, we're going to talk about. Yeah, the yeah, books so that came out last it's week. It's nice to talk about podcasts. We, well, let's talk about books. 
We're we're here for some books. And without having to say it, clearly Star Wars number one, uh, Marvel's back into the the Star Wars game. Yep. They haven't been into it. They were. They did have Star Wars yeah, for years. Yeah, back in the 80s. 80s, that's when it yeah, was. Yeah, through okay. the 80s. Um, With the giant green bunny. Jackson. Uh, is that what his name is? I didn't yep. even know what his name was. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I feel by the late 80s, they were done. And then it was the early 90s that Dark Horse picked it up. Got it. Uh, now, Leland made the comment, because we went to the Villainous Slayer on Wednesday for their big Star Wars party. Right. He made the comment that everyone's treating it like... There, there, like there hadn't been Star Wars comics when, in fact, there was comics last month too. Oh yeah, My which God. is totally fair. Yeah, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with any of Dark Horse's books. Right, but but I've never been excited about one of their books. No, especially like I have, and maybe that's just because the Marvel machine can get so much farther and just build so much more. And now we're talking about creator names that I know better. Yeah. than than the names that are at Dark Horse. Jason Aaron had been doing Thor. He did Wolverine the X-Men. John Cassidy is a longtime legendary um, comic book uh, artist. Right. Like, these were just kind of things. And I don't know. Like, it even got me to the point, after reading this, I downloaded a ton of Star Wars audiobooks from, oh, from yeah, all the expanded cool. universe. Yeah. Granted, it is or it is not canon anymore. But, like, you and especially Drew talk oh, about yeah. Heir, to the, Heir to the Empire so much. I'm like, that's counts, that sounds cool as shit. But I know I'm not going to be able to read it. And, you know, you were talking about the audiobook and that the reader. Do you remember the name of the guy who's reading it? No, he didn't so. even say his name. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what the only problem I have with audiobooks. Like when I'm reading a regular book, whatever voice I have in my head is good enough for me. The guy doing the audiobook is going to make or break it. So I hope it's a, I hope it's a good guy reading it because I love those books. I adored those books. They're wonderful. Not for Air of the Empire. Hmm? It's the guy, the guy reading Air of the Empire is really bland. And that's very that's just, the shame. That's and here I, is the story. That's why I always that's why I always want to yeah. read the books for that. But a long car trip can't beat a good audio book. But True. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm off subject, but I'm like ten chapters in and I am enjoying it. It is cool. But Star Wars number one comes out by Marvel and it's this I guess it's it's in between a new hope and empire. Yes. And it's just kind of filling in it's just just filling in the gaps this was so much just reading this book the number of like scenes or lines or characters or people who walked in i'm like this is just so for the fans it's like look look check this oh you remember this and hey here's this i mean it was i i thought it was a fun book but i don't know that we can judge what star wars is going to be like once they get into a regular production run because this is the one thing that i've always had a problem with any comic that's based on like a real TV show or a movie, like Star Wars, like X-Files. I can't let go of the fact that when I see a character and I'm like, well, that's not what they look like. Yeah, you know, when they, they look kind of weird. It's hard to draw that, but this book, you I feel Cassidy really did well did. to make it look like Harrison Ford, exactly. Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher. And that's why I'm wondering, what's it going to be like? Because I just feel like there it's had to have been continue. so much time. That has to take forever to draw every face so carefully. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I'm curious I, to see how it continues after this. Uh, the Dodsons are doing um, the Princess Leia book. The the Darth Vader book, it's a mask, so we can, we can yeah, get that, by. you can always uh, get by with that. But the Dodsons have a very specific style. It's not going to look like Carrie Fisher. It's going to look like a good-looking brunette wearing right. the costumes that we all remember. Which sometimes I'm actually okay with that because you see some of the books where like I had the biggest problem with the X-Files books. It didn't look like them, but it did look like the author was trying to make it look like them. And I'm like, well, this is just me. Oh, I saw a preview of 
a Dark Horse Star Trek book, but it's mm-hmm. the new Star Trek characters. Oh, yeah. And Q. It looked awful. It just looked so like every character they were trying so hard to like this is Chris Pine and this is John Delancey does Q is that what it is I think that's him everybody's face looks so stiff mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like no you. I would have been better if you just told me who this character is then you don't have to make it look exactly like them yeah. but yeah but, I actually uh, like the look of the Princess Leia cover that I saw that looked yeah, kind of I mean man. The, the Dotsons always do some pretty some pretty good work, and Mark Wade's doing the writing on that one, so I think we're pretty much guaranteed a fun story yeah. to to begin with. Um, that's coming out in March. Vader comes out in uh, February, just so we all uh, so we all know. Yeah. But I feel like this book really has the Star Wars feel. Oh, absolutely! That, like when I whenever I picked up a Dark Horse comic book, a lot of Old Republic stuff I really have no connection to. Yeah. I tried to get in uh, on some on some other ones, some more, it's like some of the Vader stuff. Yeah. And for one reason or another, it just it just never really was able to sink its talons in me and keep me. Yeah. And granted, I could fall off on this too, but I really enjoyed the shit out of this first one. Yeah. Uh, this very fun uh, story of Han and Gang breaking or sneaking into this uh, this this outpost. And saving a bunch of people. Yeah, like save, saving. There's a, there's a bunch of slaves there. Uh, it, everything is exactly how you want it, and really how you expect it. There is no giant revelation. There is no world changing event in this book. It's just simply. It's a Star it's, Wars story. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's your favorite flavor again. Yeah, but I mean it's. It's your, but it's your fucking favorite flavor. Yeah, like you can't be upset at it. No, that's why I say it was so much for the fans. I mean, every single character revelation, every single alien that you saw, a lot of the lines. It was all very much like, we know why you liked the original Star Wars, so we're going to make this book for you, which yeah. is great. It felt like a Star Wars book. It also felt like a Marvel book, which I like both those things. So yeah, it was really. It, yeah. it has all the production and polish, um, and. The, the 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 writing yes. i feel marvel has and i mean they all have their own specific writing style but it's at a it's at a level that i feel is always consistent the same reader level can go through pretty much all the marvel books right which i feel dc falters a little bit but i don't know if that's necessarily a good thing or even a bad thing right you know, it, it, it's, there's nothing wrong to challenge a reader with someone who is a little wordy or a little, you know, some bigger words. Right, right. There's a moment where Luke has to face off. You can tell he kind of wants to go blaster first because he's not trained. At this point, he has no training no. with the Force. Yeah, this is long before he meets up with um, Yoda. Yeah. If it's right after A New Hope. Like, he's, he's not confident, but... He knows he's going to have to go lightsaber. And I really, I like the way they did the lightsaber. Very uh, multiple um, blades in the same panel to try and convey that that motion, but also that speed. The, the dynamic between Leia and Han is still very uh, tumultuous. Tumultuous? No. Yeah, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, I think that's the word we're looking for. But um, I think I'm, I'm mispronouncing it. Antagonistic is probably yes. better words. They're still kind of at each other's at each other's throat. Yeah, it's so much fun. And again, like the the art is is so gorgeous. Yeah, it's great. They did a, they did a really really great job. I'm cautiously optimistic about this book. This book confirmed sale 
one million copies. Wow. Which is the first time in over a decade, I think. Yeah. Like, you, you might be surprised to think few books actually even get over 100,000 per It's so crazy to think about that. Yeah. I know. You, you always assume... I don't know. With all the people reading comics, I always assumed that number was way higher. Yeah, the fact that like Avengers is one of the biggest selling movies of all time, you would think, oh, well, clearly this must be bleeding down to the comic books. No. It's not the way you, you think of it. Most crazy. books all live in that five-digit world. It's so... I don't know. You, you get immersed into this geek world and you always assume it's just a little yeah. bigger than it actually is. Then you meet somebody and they're like, oh yeah, I never I never saw the Star Wars yeah. movies. I'm like, what's wrong Who with you? Who are you? you? <laughs> Alien! Oh my God. Um, this story was super fun. Mm-hmm. I guarantee we're going to talk about issue two, three, and, and on. Oh yeah. But I'm more interested in like these kind of solo tales. I've always wanted to see more of Vader between A New Hope and after Revenge of the Sith. Which I've read a little bit of that over in Dark Horse. You know, kudos to Dark Horse. I never want to stomp on them because they, they kept the franchise alive for a really long time. But I just, it's like you said, just never quite uh, never quite reached me. So the Darth Vader tales that I read over there yeah. were like, mm, I guess that's fine. So yeah, it'll be nice to see what Marvel does with the story. And I'm curious... I feel it has to happen at some point when Marvel will do stories that are going to directly interrupt the previous known expanded universe. Right, right. Like, clearly the movie is going to walk over all the books that, you know, people have read and I'll be listening to. Yep. But I think it's going to be different when Marvel does, if, if Marvel even does an Old Republic book. Uh, it's it's a world that I'm not really familiar with. Yeah. You know, I read all the Timothy Zahn books, and I read a handful of the other books here and there, but I never got into the Young Jedi series. I never got into Old Republic. It was really some of like the big standalone titles that I read. So I guess I'm luckier than other people. I don't have to worry about my worldview being trashed. True, I'm like, true. I'm bummed enough that we're not going to get a Thrawn, but fine, you know. Oh, I mean, we might get some kind of Thrawn. That'd be cool. I don't know. One of these it, days. Who knows? It, it could possibly happen and, and the episode uh, uh seven right what are we coming up on we're coming up on seven seven we're some seven end of episode seven just to have a lead into the next movie have this mysterious shadowy figure with blue skin and sparkling eyes yeah. and you know don't even tell us who he is we'll know that'll be <laughs> fun so i mean star wars star wars forever i am such in a star wars mood now yeah because just because of all the hoopla and how how much i really enjoyed this book like i'm really getting deep back into my star wars love nice which need to, need to break out my old vhs tapes and watch them again <laughs> uh, i i the unmessed with yeah, versions. i so, do yeah. i do have i i think it's the first thx pass nice which um doesn't have the new scenes mm-hmm. but i think does have like the explosion ring around the death star right i think that might m- might have like the um the fucking the big old things walking in the background of Tatooine. Right. No, but I, no, I don't think it has like the Java scenes. I think I have the one that's right before then where it was digitally remastered, but yeah. nothing else has been. I touched. think that's the one that's got just their faces on the on the box art. The one I have I the have golden is, black one. The one I have is like your poster that's behind you. That has that's on one. No, of the, the classic poster. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, right yeah. on. Yeah. Still rumors of um, that coming back in Blu-ray. 
Really? Yeah. Mm. The rumor is this year Disney will release an original cut Blu-ray version of the original trilogy. This is the time to do it. Oh, They've yeah. got to okay. bump up and the enthusiasm. everyone's going to fucking buy they it. They will. They will. They'll go out. They'll make all the money. And that's fine. Marvel and Disney, they just yeah. go ahead and just take my money. It's fine. Uh, so to uh, switch gears and jump over to DC, uh, Gotham by Midnight came out. Um, it was a couple weeks ago, right? Two weeks ago. But unfortunately, Elizabeth didn't have to, uh, the, the opportunity to read it. And she has. And now she came yeah. back. Yeah. Are you still in? I'm still in. I'm still yeah. in. I love Ben Templesmith. I love what he does. It's such a sketchy style. It's so very weird, but it conveys all this emotion and, and movement and everything. The colors are great. If you ever, you've never read um, Wormwood Gentleman Corpse. No. That's a messed up series, but it's yeah. really fun. You know, it's a little, a little tiny little worm that gets into corpses' heads and wears them like suits. So, um, you know, when you're, you're talking to this corpse and you don't realize for a while there's this little tiny thing in its eye, that's the worm. That's what's actually talking. Nice. So. nice. But um, yeah, if you liked that, you'll definitely love this. It's weird. We did not see any of Batman in this one, so it's nope. definitely standing alone from the Dark Knight. But um, we also still don't know why those kids are talking the way they're talking. No, I was uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised. Through the story, we we left off with the super scary nun mm-hmm. in the slaughter swamp schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah, uh, and a bunch of like zombie kids, kind of like brainlessly um, saying you know. these weird things that almost. It almost looks like it's backwards, yeah. and it almost looks like it's an anagram, but I've tried them both. It's neither of those. But the the nun who actually, the non-scary nun, the nun who's actually working with this special task force, she has heard this before. Yeah, and thinks we got a little backstory. Some of the things they're saying, she says are names, so we're trying to figure that That'd out. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, so, so clearly, this book is laying the groundwork for something much larger yes. to come. Yes, Like the the general story of... Uh, the, the the two kids that they found we're talking gibberish that leads to swatter swatter I tried to pick it up and recover nope slaughter swamp yep leads to the, the schoolhouse and then the schoolhouse to the monster and we fight the monster right uh, at the end of the day the kid still ain't right right so I like that this isn't this isn't kind of a, a one and done two issue story this is the beginning of something much more ongoing. This book, essentially what I'm saying, this book did not blow its load right up front. No. Even the Spectre stuff was only kind of hinted at. Yeah. This guy who I was kind of wondering if he was just, um, uh, if he was the Spectre, if he was the host of the Spectre, doesn't seem to be. No. I, he's linked. Yeah. He's definitely linked. Uh, he's trying to call on the Spectre in this issue. The Spectre doesn't show up. But he's got some kind of weird power all his own. That yeah. I don't know if that's some kind of affiliation of Spectre. Uh, it's definitely I, not. I mean, we got. I think we got more questions than answers in this yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's still very cool because uh, the same reasons why the first one was cool. It's ground level. It's the world that we know without having to go through the Batman's right, eyes. Right. It's not going to be you know masked insane criminals fighting you know the joker again which is great Mm -hmm. but you know what it's also cool to do it differently yes it doesn't always have to be about batman and it's nice because batman is not ever been known for taking on anything i mean he will take on aliens absolutely Mm -hmm. he will take on crazy geniuses sir when it comes to like the odd kind of supernatural type of stuff it's not really his bag so it's kind of cool that he doesn't get into it nearly as much no. as you know 
super villainry and alien stuff with with Justice League. So it's nice that he's like, you know, go ahead and concentrate on this thing over here, and these guys will handle these strange otherworldly creatures um, that are. And it totally it totally makes sense that a city like Gotham would have a huge supernatural element to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, the fucking place never gets a ray of sunshine. Yeah, I know. It's always... There's <laughs> never anything. God, there's never any light. We don't have there's, sunny days. There's one working lamppost in the entire city, and it only shines down on a poor orphan boy and his dead parents. Pearl's dropping and shit like we've seen a million times and just in case you can get a little bit of like light coming in at one point we're gonna have a lot of fog because you have to have dramatic yeah. fog in gotham you just the batman cannot walk around on a bright sunshiny day no one's no that's one's metropolis ever... crap right there <laughs> you can take your bright sunshine seriously and shove it up your metropolis superman gets into that namby pamby stuff but batman likes the night <laughs> i always love uh going through um Pinterest to bring all the pictures that we put up on Facebook and stuff. I always love um, the ones that just show Batman so uh, in love with this night. Oh, yes. What is it? The There's one, and I keep meaning to post it, but I never get around to it, but it's Superman saying, hey, Bruce, how do you like your coffee? And he says, black, like the night. He's, just, he's got the fist pumping going down. It's like, maybe a little decaf for uh, yeah. Batman there, yeah. But we may have posted that one, I don't know. I don't it's, know. I see it all the time, I do. Been, again, we've been doing this for four years. Yeah. I know there are, there are doubles out there. I know we've reposted things. Uh, I know because you and I share it. Yeah. Uh, there's been times that you've posted things that I'm like, did I? Yeah. I did. I yeah. did. I may have done it earlier this year, but you know yeah. what? It's fucking good. It's, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I, I've started a Pinterest board, a secret Pinterest board called Already Used. Thank you very much. So I like because <laughs> if you try to double pin something in Pinterest, it'll usually let you know. So oh. nowadays, yeah, it'll. I'll go to. I'll say, oh, that's cool. And but this is already in Already Used. Thank you very much. I'm like, oh, never mind. There's yeah. a folder on my computer. That just has a bunch of stuff, and I tr- I do my best to try and keep it updated. Once I use the image, yeah. I delete it from there. But there's some like, I stare. I'm like, did I? Yeah. Can I again? Is it that good? Honestly, I think if it caught your attention twice, it's okay to repost it. So sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. So maybe we'll see batman's coffee in the night <laughs> the night and also listeners if you find fun we, we do get a lot of stuff from people sending to us going have you guys seen this and sometimes yeah we have but a lot of times we haven't so if you see something fun yeah, send want, it to if us you want to submit uh there's been a, a good fistful that you know like i credit to back to you guys exactly. when, you, when you send it to us because yep. it's, it's worth it and you did the work yes yes um, we can't link your name into it you'd save us a lot of time and yeah. effort of farming through pinterest if you did that Absolutely. too so, you yeah. know what if you put your twitter handle we can through our social media program we can directly mention twitter people yes so if you want to submit an image to us that you feel is worthy of getting onto <laughs> this the social media which it will be yeah um, trust give us, us like, will. give us like your twiddle your twiddle <laughs> fuck that's man. a new thing <laughs> your twitter handle uh and we'll We'll, get, we'll at least get you maybe a yeah. follower or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We we don't have the power to make anybody famous. <laughs> sure we do. We, of course we, we do. do. What are you talking about? Yes, we do. I feel like we Don't listen to him, guys. Yes, we do. Like we should be famous before we, we say we can get other people oh, famous. We are. <laughs> in my little world that we live in, too, we're Internet superstars. Famous. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're clearly still in on Gotham by Midnight. Maybe touch on uh, the, the Court of Owls. Maybe nice. something like that. Yeah, um, that'd be good. I don't want to see the Joker. 
I don't want to see Two-Face. I don't want to see the Penguin. Nope. I don't want these characters. Nope. This is not the book for that. You do shit like that, you're going to turn me off. Okay, there we go. Well, I, I think they're really establishing that, though. I mean, the fact that we saw Batman in the first issue for like a minute, and then we have everything else has not a single character that you would recognize, which I think might turn some people off, but it's Ben Temple Smith's art. It's so sketchy and layered yeah, and like, textured. If it's you like creepy stuff, if it's creepy. Like if I if you're a if you're into Hellboy and mm-hmm. Abe Sapien and all that stuff, this is definitely a book worth trying for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, now these books are actually been out a few weeks now, but Elizabeth, um, we were able to get them into your hands, and you came back like, yeah, this was cool. I liked it. It's you know the return of Damien and. It's easy to make that cheesy because it's, you know, once <laughs> <He> again, <laughs> totally on purpose. But, um, you know, it's it's the usual comic book trope. Someone died, they bring him back. Even a lot of our listeners on the podcast uh, page were saying, you know, it's like, hey, Damien's back. What do you think about it? And everybody's like, are we supposed to be surprised? But yeah. I thought it was well done. You know, they set it up to where he recovered the body. He was able to bring him back to life. I think the one thing I didn't like was at the end of... I guess it was Batman and Robin 37. He's brought Damien back. And then he does the whole like dramatic faint at the end. Yeah. Damien's like father and everything. And it comes back and he's like, oh, I was, he was just a little woozy and he's okay. I'm yeah, like, I did feel like that yeah. was a real kind of letdown. Yeah, I know. I was thinking he was like, are we going to have to save Batman? No, Batman's up fighting everybody he's just else. Tired. He was just, yeah, he just, just a little tired. woozy. He hasn't slept a lot lately. So. Weird crackly skin is all gone. Yeah. He's okay now. He's I, yeah, that was kind of a letdown. You know, but, you know, seeing the reunion of Damien with Alfred was very sweet. That was, yeah. Um, Batgirl and, and all the Robins, I guess, are all there. And they're basically, they take off their little Robin symbols and give it to him because they're like, there's only nice. one Robin. That, that was, was cool. Nice. Especially since considering Damien was such a huge prick in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Like to see like, oh, you know what? Yeah, everybody was really shooken up by your death. Mm. Uh, you know, and like now you're back. No matter what was in the past, mm. like th- this, this, symbol of them all giving the robin patches back to him really showed like you were you were missed uh and you are well respected among the other robins exactly i mean that's to go through an experience like that and come back and find out how much people missed you i think that's going to be that had to have touched his heart he also has superpowers yeah yeah that's 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 a new thing that is a new thing right right. what do you think about that like we kind of talked about this a little before yeah but I'm, i'm really curious um how this plays for you well i've always thought one of the nice things about batman and batman's family is that they don't have superpowers that they it's that determination that near obsession sheer willpower exactly and that makes it really impressive in you know that batman can stand up with the likes of superman and other people who have like otherworldly powers so giving damien powers i don't know i'm I'm on the fence about it because i thought they handled it well I thought, you know, everybody reacted right. Everybody's like, okay, this is new, and uh, we we need to make sure that this is okay, you know? It's not so weird because this is not unnatural to you. You know people who have these powers. Right, right. Um, But not usually in the Bat family. Yeah, but it's not in the Bat family. And it's not so weird because you did just come back from the dead. Yes, and lots of things can happen. Some crazy crystal that was jammed inside of you. Yeah, um, it's a, there's that it's, the Lazarus pit, you know, yeah. whatever you need, you know. Uh, but it's still weird enough to be like, wait a minute, you could do that before. Yeah, <laughs> what's, 
what what the fuck just happened? Yeah. So I'll be I'll be curious to see it. I liked um I think I liked the art in Batman and Robin thirty seven a little better. I'm mm-hmm. I'm slowly realizing I'm not the hugest Andy Cooper fan. I I mean he's amazing. He can draw a bazillion times better than I can, don't get me wrong. But it's out of all of the various DC artists and Marvel artists that I like, he's a little low on the totem pole. And mm-hmm. I mean I love sixteen oh two and that's that was definitely him in that one. But he's always a style that I feel like I get away from for a while, and so then I kind of have to get used to it again. Mm, so seeing it's not, it in here, it's not that immediately grabs you, but right, right, it's you, recognizable. I always, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's the guy from 1602. It's like a hot tub. You can't yeah. just jump right into a hot tub. No, because it's be okay. really uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it hurts. Yeah, you it ease hurts. into it though, and it's very comfortable, and you're like, oh, this is nice. I remember then, why then I like this. After a couple minutes, you're like, okay, now the muscles are loosening up. Yeah, now, yeah. now I'm in on it. Except if you stay in too long, then you get woozy and uncomfortable. Yeah, you and get like, pruny. Yeah, so maybe maybe I'll just have a little little experience with Cooper again, um, but you know uh, the the Robin Rises Alpha is just a one shot uh, that uh, Cooper did. Tomasi and Gleason, who have been long running Batman and uh, Robin col- collaborate collaborators, yeah, which is also like Drew's favorite creative team, right? Um, because of their uh, Green Lantern run. Hopefully they'll they'll continue because I. Uh, I'm, I'm, I definitely enjoyed the Andy Cooper work, but when I look at it, I'm fondly remembered of old X-Men runs. Got it. Uh, so I'm like, okay, this is, um, I never completely left the hot tub, I guess. I've yeah. always kept one foot in. Right. Um, as long as w- with my many other feet in many other hot tubs. Of <laughs> course, of course. Yeah. Uh, right. 38 should be coming out soon, which is why I think it was still good to, to talk about the Batman and Robin where a lot of this is going to be taking place because uh, Snyder's Batman is still dealing with uh, the the Joker Endgame. Right. Detective is going on with that whole anarchy thing. So if you really are interested in the the return of Damian Damian Wayne, it's going to be in Batman or Robin, and that's coming um, that's coming up real soon here. Cool. So you said Robin Rises. Did you say it was a one shot? One shot. Oh, I didn't even see that. It's got this giant number one and then in little tiny letters, one shot. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, all right. I, and I made the same mistake when I bought it. All right. I'm like, oh, okay, this will be kind of like a, maybe a mini series yeah. of like what it's like for him to come back. But yeah. apparently, apparently that's, that's not true. So I, I paid an extra dollar for not a whole lot more story. That's okay. That's all yeah. right. It's, it actually, I don't know, it's weird. It makes me feel better. I'm like, it's not another series that I have to keep track of. Yeah. It's just the one, hey, I'm done. You know, I can go back to these other ones. Now, uh, Sarah and I were both kind of confused at the last page, and I'm wondering, and I, w- I want to get your take on it. Yeah. So the very last page uh, is this real, I like it. It's a real great two-page spread of Batman and Robin going through the city as they do. Yeah. Batman very clearly on a tether. Yes. Swinging through the city. As he does. Robin? Not. Not. And Robin, I- fist forward, flying i don't it could be flying or it could be jumping it's hard to tell it's Um, it's really tough to tell because we just saw him have powers he has uh incredible um he has strength but did he show any kind of flying power not that we could tell not that you couldn't just say oh well he just jumped really far if I had, if you put my feet to the fire or feet in the really hot, hot tub and ask me to say what I thought it was, I would say he's jumping and leaping, but he could very well be flying. You yeah. Know? I'm, my, my vote is towards I jumping, th- but if we find out that he's flying <laughs> in the next issue, I'll be like, I that, was wrong. Or, that might kind of. 
That put, might be a little bit much. You know, yeah. I, I've said before, I mean, it's it's weird to say, oh, I like it when they have limitations because it makes them more realistic. I'm like, really? Like super strength and whatever and, and flying and yeah. whatever. How is that realism? super you know? strength. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean. When somebody gets to you be like ultra power, yeah, we don't, we don't need another yeah. Superman. You know? um, I agree. Gun to my head, I would say that he is mid-leap or between swings like he's not flying because the body language doesn't look like flying like he's got one leg bent at the knee yeah Um, it's actually a little bit of an awkward pose just it's it's a little it's a little weird it's just weird that like that's that's how you're falling through the air like it it looks so kind of uncoordinated yeah i think it was an attempt for a dramatic shot but his legs are bent a little and it's not only female characters that are drawn unrealistically. Sometimes I'm like, I think if you like, because he's got the one arm this way and the leg out that I think way. Batman broke his hip. It could be. It does look like maybe he's kicking him a little bit. He's, but you know, twisted up real bad. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, I think it was just. It's funny. It's one of those ones when you when you glance at it, you're like, ah, oh, that's a cool shot, and then you get into the minutia of it, and you're like, it's not. Yeah, I don't think I don't think your body bends that way. Trying to figure know. out the physics. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, but yeah, Sarah and I were like. He looks like he could be. Could be. We're going to find out, though. Yeah. A couple more, couple more days, I guess. Uh, so those are the books that uh, we uh, really enjoyed. We want to know what you've really enjoyed. Uh, turn us on to something new. What have you really been uh, been reading? You can't wait for the next issue, and we have yet to talk about. You can tell us on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Google+. Plus. Again, Instagram, I guess. Like yeah. you can comment on things, which seems so weird. But you know, when you when you go and like one of our pictures, I will almost always go back to your account just to see what you've got. Because chances are you've got something on your account that you that I would like. So you know, go ahead and throw us a like, and I'll throw you a. We're like. We're still figuring out that whole Instagram thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, believe in a like for like though, or a follow for follow. I don't do that either. But you know. Um, but that's where we put up a bunch of pictures from the interviews at the Paley Center with the the cast and crew of uh, Justice League. Um, that's or, where or toys at our desk if we're not doing anything else toys at our right. desk yeah. yeah actually I have a lot of coworkers who have cool toys so after hours I'll go and I'll like <laughs> steal their toys and them. take little nice. Instagram pictures of them so nice. there you go yeah. also uh, Star Wars Day at the Lair I found uh, I took a bunch of pictures some of these things make it to the, the, the Facebook not all of them though mm-hmm. Instagram's its own little social media yeah uh, so if you're in on Instagram then uh, give us a follow I believe it's called or a like or like, yeah. I feel so old when I don't know. Like, I know. Uh, like, follow? Yeah. I, I don't think it's called an Instagram page. I think it's called an Instagram account. But I, don't quote me on that one. So I don't know. It's not called a Twitter page, is it? Twitter feed. Feed? Is it a feed? I, I, thought, it was a I thought that's feed. another account. Like a Twitter account. Mm, like, what's your know. Twitter account? I always thought it was your Twitter feed, like all the things that are going huh. on in your feed. I don't know. <laughs> and when it comes to Instagram, all I know is that it's really fun and it's super addictive. And I'm like, we were like in LA and I'm like bumping into people because I want to find something to take a picture of. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you like, I when I put something up on uh, on the Instagram, uh, I flip through. I'm like, ah, filter, filter, filter. And then, all right, this one, this is the one. When you put up something, <laughs> oh, I you're like, oh, this. gauge the filter, mm-hmm. put in a little blur. Yep, let's go in and let's go in and adjust the saturation and the contrast yeah, a little go, bit. Yeah, you go way far. I'm, I was, su- I'm a sucker for a good vignette, man. I was, I was like, giggling at how <laughs> in depth you, how, how much I work you put it. into the Instagram I love pictures. It. I think it's great. It's so awesome. if it looks good, it's Elizabeth. Oh, so if stop it's not, that. It's you fine. have lots of good stuff in there. <laughs> I just like, boom, old timey. <laughs> you're, you're. Millennium Falcon origami stuff took the hell off all yeah, over the place on the, the, Facebook and on Instagram. That I've almost off. got that down to memory. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very it was nice. fun. It was nice. fun. 
Uh, so those are the social medias that you can definitely be up on with us uh, as well as uh, YouTube. Um, we're going to try and start doing uh, some videos again. The first was supposed to be our, our interviews with uh, the Justice League cast. Unfortunately, that's not going to work out. Um, but make sure you're also subscribed to us on YouTube so you know you get that in your feed. You can email us uh, if you've got any uh, anything to say about this podcast or more suggestions that just won't fit in 132 characters. You can email us at comicissues at gmail.com. The website is comic-issues.com where all of the reviews, the previews for books uh, coming out, the podcast, all the things are going on there. All part of the pixelatedgeek.com network where... Geekery is found. Also, if you have a podcast yourself and want to just throw us a line about that, like we said at the beginning of the episode, we love finding all this passion out there. So, you know, it's just, let's establish a relationship. Let's make absolutely, some connections. Absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, if uh, they're available, we'll try and um, tag as many uh, the podcast that we talked about in this one in the post. Yes. So, again, if you're following on, uh, on the social medias, then uh, you'll definitely see those. Although, again, uh, Twitter is the only one that actually will put, like, a link in the yeah. description. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's just some names. Yeah. Uh, but uh, until next week, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. And good geeking. Good geeking.